Hello, 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 folks. Welcome again to another edition here of The Mind of Magnus on 106.3 FM WRFZ. Help you, Rochester. Uh, thanks to all those folks listening in, chatting along, saying hi to me out there. This is Magnus Apollo on Twitter. Uh, I always like to see, I give a thank you right off the bat to uh, the people who make this show what it does and what it is. Uh, one people I love the most is Air Rec Radio. Uh, check them out on Facebook. They are two cool guys making uh, fun radio happen. Uh, I love listening to them ramble on about all sorts of like, fun news, all different sort of stuff. Uh, also, if you check them out on Facebook, you get to see them live when it happens, which is also pretty cool because those guys are pretty darn sexy, I have to say. Um, and uh, also, I want to give a shout out to the people that are Patreon supporters for the Rochester Free Radio. It is a couple dollars a month. It's all we ask. Uh, it makes a big difference. A couple dollars it keeps the lights on, keeps the microphones on, uh, keeps me in the sexy attire, which I'm used to. I mean, I like silk, so please keep do- donating here. Uh, go to uh, rosterfreeradio.com, click the big orange button, and uh, just a few dollars a month is all we ask. Uh, we don't give out tote bags, but we do give out love, admiration, and also I'll send you a thank you doodle if you let me know if you do it. So uh, if you guys are uh, Patreon supporters, uh, just let me know. Send a message to mindofmagnus at gmail.com, and uh, we can, uh, I'll send you out a little thank you for keeping the lights on, keeping it going. Uh, but the person I want to give the most thank you to is the guy who makes this show sound amazing every darn time. It's uh, the man behind the glass box here, Mr. Matt Obscure. Hey there, Matt. How you doing? Hey there. Uh, hey, I just want to say that if we do have someone from Patreon, they donate and you make a little doodle for them, mm-hmm. I will lick the envelope closed. Oh, that's a that's a big deal. We think we can clone you then. We could actually use your, G- your DNA to make more Matt Obscures. See, I, that's a terrifying concept. That's like <laughs> Jurassic Park 5, the one nobody wants. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, no, I don't know. They'd probably be good. We'll get uh, a couple... You know, there 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 be some sort of you know uh, uh, actor in there we like to watch as well. I don't know who'd be yeah. who'd star in your Jurassic Park movie. Oh God, I'd still have to have Sam Neill. I mean, that would have to be a thing, yeah, yeah. right? Exactly. And then, um, oh man, who should we get? Paul Giamatti? Should we get yeah. him in? Paul Giamatti should show up at least some point in the background. Anything else? Just be like a, actually, you probably have all the background actors will all be like WWE wrestlers that you wouldn't recognize. You know, that, like, is that so and so in the background? You're, that's exactly what I want. If anybody's seen MacGruber, the, the scene where he recruits his team, that's basically who I want in my movie. <laughs> um, so if, if life, life is treating you well. It seems been uh, pretty busy. Yeah, it's been wild in the last week or two. It's been great. Nice. Um, remember we talked about oh gosh months ago when I stood out in the cold forever mm-hmm. and. Uh, to, to get some beer. Oh, yes, right. That's right. Update on that. That brewery apparently had a really good time at that event and bought a place 25 minutes away in East Bloomfield, the old Nedlow Brewery. Oh, the old Nedlow Brewery. That's right. I actually yeah. just heard about this recently, which is great. Uh, Nedlow is a, it's over, if you've you've been down to the brewery. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little spot. So across from uh, the Irish Mafia, another brewery down there as well. So that's, I mean, that's my old uh, stomping ground. So it's nice to see stuff's happening down there. Oh, man. So. Can we have a, a Mind of Magnus homecoming slash... We could. Uh, I have to say, the scary thing was last time I was down in that. Uh, I think I went to Irish Mafia. Uh, it was I was leaving my last job, so we had a big party going on there. And it's that small town effect that I looked in, and uh, the girl who like my first kiss walked in with a new husband, and the girl like it just all my random people I didn't want to see again was milling about down there. So I'll I'll go in incognito, but I'll totally hang out down there. So Let's I get a bigger beard on. That's how I go incognito. I was gonna say, is it just another beard that you put over top, or like you just comb the beard? over? Over on top. <laughs> it's a big top, yeah. big come over. It's amazing so, how it works. So, out yeah, Mind of Magnus Homecoming, coming to other half whenever they open. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should because we had a great time. We did a uh, pre recorded show last time for our 100th episode, and uh, we are getting some uh, very cool technology under our belts now to do some shows. Yeah, it's super exciting. So, if you were listening last week, you might have noticed there was maybe a little glitch at the beginning and it didn't quite sound like 
us. It's because mm-hmm. it wasn't. We started a little late. Mm-hmm. Good news is, if you missed that first 15 minutes, use your smart device, your mm-hmm. Apple phone, your iPad, your, your Android device, what have you. Look up Mind of Magnus on your, your podcast app, and we're there, including our 100th episode celebration extravaganza extravaganza uh it was it was a great time actually and uh, people wrote in uh thanks to everyone who uh celebrated with us they actually had a lot of very nice emails sending in congratulating us for 100 episodes in and uh people uh one guy sent in an email that was just the quote 100 more 100 more and just copy and pasted by at least 100 is a whole big page of it so uh thank you for that one i'm drawing a blank on who who wrote that in right now but. i echo that statement i am looking forward to our next time <laughs> we had a blast we're getting better each time so actually i want to thank everyone who wrote in uh friday actually we had some people that send uh, celebration messages in the morning, so people driving in. Uh, we did have one, and if I think his name was Sam, if I'm remembering right. Sorry, I'm, I've been crazy day today, uh, but we had a message right in. There was a first-time listener listening in on our 100th episode and had a blast. So oh, That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, it was Sam. He's he tuning into the show, station now, uh, but it's Friday morning drive time, so he's driving in early in the morning having a blast. So. I feel like that's a great drive time show, that one. That was yeah. a lot of fun. That's what he said. It was a great, it was a just kind of a fun party. He was like, it was a nice way to start his Friday in he's like, he asked me he, uh, he sent a ma- message in he's like I'm downloading the podcast I didn't realize that you don't have a big group party every time on your show I'm like well hey maybe that will start bringing more folks I was gonna in say like is that a request because yeah. we can totally yeah, do yeah. that so Sam we'll bring a big party just for you just for you um, so uh Actually, myself, this past week, we have. I want to give a shout-out to a very talented team that's been working on some stuff. Uh, I just finished up, or we've been finishing up, wall therapy this past week. Uh, it is some amazing murals. If people don't know what wall therapy is, just do a Google search for wall therapy in Rochester. It'll pop up. Or wall-therapy.com or wall therapy NY is a hashtag for it as well. Uh, Instagram, I think, is wall therapy NY. Uh, but it is a mural campaign and projects and just festival slash party slash amazing thing that happens here in the city. We've been going since uh, I think 2011 so it's the seventh year uh, we've realized we've used 3600 cans of spray paint at least so oh far um, uh, 125 official murals there's been a bunch of people doing unofficial just painting around the city for this whole time uh, we had six artists in this past week uh, and uh, some really really talented awesome art happened this past week and I, I just want to give a, a, a thank you to everyone who's been supporting it um, we have a lot of kind of a, a fun Venn diagram of those who listen to the show and also support wall therapy uh, and Rochester in general. Uh, but I want to say we finally coming up the paintings. Some people actually signed their paintings today. It's, it's oh, like, wow. you know, so they got done. The lifts were going back and they're like signing it and dropping the lift and running back and dropping them off. But uh, it's been a great time. Check it out, guys. If you guys are listeners uh, and you love seeing art, uh, just go around the city. I, you can look at the pictures all you want, but seeing some of these murals that are two stories, if not more taller, it's it's a eye-opening experience so this is what we were talking about over the weekend with my family like i was showing them the stuff on instagram and i was like Mm -hmm. this doesn't do half of it justice i Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to get out to see all of them yet but the one we saw at rctv we just saw the beginning of it last week yeah alice the the scope of it's incredible it's yeah she actually did on uh she and she incorporated on that one um it was a it was a like the lunar eclipse happening and all that stuff so on that, she actually made a, uh, a mirror moon, a moon out of like broken mirrors and everything else and put oh, it on rad. there. For, and she had like a little sort of celebration. So not only were we having a mural, but she's also celebrating crazy, cool astrological, you know, things happening in time. And uh, it's just a great, great experience. Uh, if anyone listens, check it out. I suggest going and seeing them. Hop on a bike, grab a skateboard, go around the city, check stuff out. 
and just see these amazing murals. There's a lot of them on there. The map is on the, the Wall Therapy website. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know. I'll even, I've been giving tours for folks lately, so uh, other random stuff. But I just want to give a shout-out to a lot of hustling, awesome artists that made it just something cool happen in the city again this year. Uh, so and thanks you to those who have been listening in. We've had a bunch of uh, Wall Therapy you know, artists, and uh, like Eric Lehman's been on the show, and a bunch of other folks. But it was a great time. So I just want to give a shout-out to that. It was uh, something that matters to me. Um, but you know what also matters to me here is just Rochester in general and all the cool stuff happening. Uh, and if you guys have been listening to the show, uh, we had one of the things that had been mentioned significantly in the beginning of the show, especially in the first probably eight episodes because of the string of guests were this, that sort of cool people. But at the end of every episode, I would kind of ask this question being like, so if you want, if you walk out the door and find a lotto ticket, you know, after you give Matt and I, myself the half of it, because they're always cool people, what would they spend it on and what they, uh, um, what would be something that they put money into to help the city? And if those who've been listening to the show will, will remember this, but we had probably the most refer, uh, reference thing that needed funding to make an awesome city even better is the uh, Rock City uh, Skate Park was happening. And the thing is, tonight, I'm I finally, I, I should have been done this a long time ago because Alan's an amazing guy and I'm following him on social media for eons. And every time I see him, I just love seeing him waving at him and stuff. But uh, Alan Pursuti is on tonight to chat and talk about uh, skateboard, talking about Rochester, just talking about you. I'd love to get more about you as well. Uh, but uh, wish you could just, let's, I'll bring you right in right now. That's so, uh, Alan, thank you for being here. I am honored to be here. Nice. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, we, I'm honored. Like I said, we had, uh, like, mind you, we had Eric Lehman. The first, the very first guest on the show was Eric Lehman. So he set the tone <laughs> of what things need funding in Rochester. And um, yeah, I would always ask that question. I think at least probably the first eight to nine guests, you were like the the, the Rock City Rock City Skate Park uh, was the thing that they referenced as what needed. Like, and throughout this whole two years, it is probably the most. Uh, uh, the project that has been referenced and wanted to see a reality. And I said, this is two years on my show, and you've been working on this substantially for a long time here, right? Yeah, uh, the project, uh, it's been about 10 and a half years worth of effort. Oh my God. It's quite amazing to hear that people support it and have been talking about it. It's not, uh, it's not curing cancer or anything like that, but I think people realize that it's a quality of life issue. It oh is gosh, something yeah. that, uh, you know, with all the uh, development going on in downtown, that we need other things besides just bars, which I'm a fan of bars, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we need things to do, physical activity, outdoor space, space for community to come together and, you know. So uh, those who don't, who don't know what this is, can you give the, uh, like the elevator speech? What is, uh, what is this <laughs> magical thing where we've been discussing? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this magical thing is the Rock City Skate Park, which is... Uh, we are trying, well, we're going to be building, actually, that is official. Yeah, uh, yeah the, the, we got to say this now, the proper words, we are now going to be I, building. I have to retrain myself, actually. It's been <laughs> ten, ten and a half years, <laughs> of, I hope so, I hope so, yes, I swear, I promise, I promise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we will be building the skate park. Uh, the location is officially going to be underneath the Frederick Douglass, Susan oh, B. Anthony Bridge. Spot. Right oh. on the South Avenue side, so right up the street from Dinosaur Barbecue. Mm -hmm. um, the plan is right now we're going to start with a phase one, which is going to be 38,000 square feet of a what we call a wheel-friendly plaza. Mm. We did a little bit of rebranding over the years to... Uh, yeah, I, that's actually one of the questions that is, I was going to ask you about. It'll come up again, but it seems like you, you've, you've had to selectively choose how you word stuff trying to get 
this to come to fruition in the city. I mean, there's always been, I mean, you know how it is being, you're a skateboarder. Right. And there's always been this whole like, oh, skateboarder sort of (laughs) tone when people are doing it. But it, it seems like you've had to adapt, adjust, become this. Sure, yeah. I've definitely had to learn to play the game. Mm-hmm. It's been a you know learn as I go experience. Um, the uh, so what we've done is we've realized that when you say skate park or skateboarding, a certain cross section of society instantly shuts off. Right? Mm. Uh, it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. how many times we're in the newspaper, how many times we're on the radio talking about it. No matter what you do for the community in a positive way. People just, as soon as they see the word skateboard, their brains switch off and they're not interested in hearing anymore. So uh, what our former board president, James Madison, what he did is he came up with a solution being that we are building a wheel-friendly plaza for progression-orientated sports. (laughs) Wow. Say that one again. I want to hear this properly. A wheel-friendly plaza for progression-orientated sports. That's amazing. I have as a bumper sticker, I think. Just yeah, right. that. yeah. <laughs> it's a mouthful for sure, but it works. Um, a lot has gone in our direction that has helped as well, with time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we started this ten and a half years ago. For Rochester, we were kind of ahead of the game. Yeah, we're, I mean, ten and a half years ago, I've never like there only had to been a couple skate parks in the entire United States, right? At this point in time, was there, uh, there were. There was more than that, but there wasn't common in New York State oh, okay. or on the East Coast. It wasn't. Yeah. I, mean, as I saw a few small things here and there, but I didn't know if they were kind of reclaimed, just concrete jungles that were used for skateboard. But there actually was, like they've yeah, been around. I've there been, are, so. but they were uh, poor quality. Oh, okay. um, I like to equate some of them being. Uh, if you were to build a baseball field but only put two bases in there and no outfield, and then you were to tell kids, go follow your dreams and don't participate <laughs> in this activity anywhere else. You know, yeah. there's a, a lot of lack of thought. Mm-hmm. Some well-intentioned people, but they also at the same time weren't willing to listen, and they weren't willing to, I guess, cough up the tax dollars and to work with the kids to figure out other avenues of fundraising mm-hmm. to make it happen. Yeah. Um, other things have changed too. Just timing for us is great because skate park development has evolved. So by having it take longer, it's worked for us to the point where we now are going to get a better final product. So I guess it works out in our favor for this. This it, you know, it's been ten years. I guess technology has evolved enough. So what sort of if you, I mean, what sort of things are better now? I mean, like is the is the concrete better? Is there like what's what's the different things that are happening? I'm sure there's design and layout. Um, the traditional style skateboard park, which a lot of people have seen, is kind of faded away. We're seeing a lot more orientated to what skateboarding and BMX riding. Let's get that straight too. This isn't just for skateboarding. It's okay, a yeah, park yeah. to, you know, invite everybody a wheel friendly plaza <laughs> um, <laughs> to invite everyone there. So things have evolved. Uh, technology has evolved as far as equipment and just the skill level of the riders mm-hmm. uh, has evolved. So, design is key layout where you position certain obstacles how the obstacles are designed uh as far as um what's a proper height for a ledge what is the correct angle for a hand railing uh you know i like to think of it as at any point if the word extreme enters your mind while designing a skater or bmx park you need to put down the pencil and start all (laughs) over um sure large crazy things can be fun 
but there are other ways to approach it to lay it out so it's friendly to all skill levels and still challenging for the advanced riders, even though it's not the most insane terrain. But still something to enjoy if you're a, skate, a skater. Oh, bicycle, very bicycle, much BMX so. Or very much else. so. Uh, the direction we're aiming for with our skate park is uh, something that resembles more of what us on the East Coast are used to skateboarding. So where you see kids in the urban areas and the cities and stuff, with the, for example, in Rochester, Liberty Pole, and the mm-hmm. ledges and the stairs and the hand railings. Mm-hmm. So uh, this park park is actually going to be a space that kind of concentrates that type of terrain nice. in one area where it's allowed, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, But we also are going to include another style, which we do want to have what we call transition skateboarders, right? So those are the people who ride more of the ramps. Mm-hmm. I personally pr- like to ride both. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we want to make sure that those people feel included. You can't make everybody happy, but we are that is true. <laughs> have the intention as long as the funding goes to where we're at and we are on track. Uh, we will include a uh, a clover style competition bowl. Oh wow! For uh, the people who really enjoy that, also that, that's awesome. I mean, this. I uh, so I mean. And you're ex- you're excited for this too. This I mean, this is oh. ten years, but you are still. I mean, this is a, a labor of love, but also the end result. You're you're super excited to have in the city here. It sounds like agreed. Right? Yeah, very much so. Um, you know, up until recently, it's been hard to be excited about it, just mm-hmm. because you're not sure if it's really going to happen. But we've had a lot going on with the city and funding that has uh, really started to make it a reality. Now there's just other nervous. <laughs> You know, aspects about the process, just making sure it actually gets done right. But I have good faith that we're headed in the right direction. Um, so actually, if you don't mind, this has been ten and a half years. Um, what's been like, taking so long? <laughs> that too. Actually, I like the. What, I mean, yeah. What has been taking this long? I mean, what, what's the process has been, this been going through? I mean, you, you've had designs made, you've had to get them submitted. How does how is these being? What's what's the nose? I mean, people just look at it and it's like no, or being ignored. I mean, like there's been ten and a half years of stuff happening here. Yeah, uh, pretty steady. So I'll start right at the beginning. Actually, I'll go all the way back. Oh, um, the best. For a little bit of background for me, for those listening that don't know, uh, I spent 15 years or so managing a, a local skateboard shop called Crudco Skateboard Shop. And mm-hmm. uh, we did quite a bit of community outreach and activities for the kids and young adults, I guess, because I was in my 20s. So young adults. <laughs> um, so doing all of that, we created quite a name for ourselves and we kind of were the people amongst other people. This isn't a solo project, but created a community. There's no little league for sports like skateboarding, right? So we realized early on that if it was going to happen, we need to actually step up and make it happen. So we conquered some social anxieties and we started making things happening. Uh, With that, the scene grew and skateboarding in the public eye grew. It started becoming mainstream. The X Games was on TV, the mm-hmm. Do Tour and all that stuff. Uh, and the public started seeing that there's no place for anyone to go. Uh, so the original bo- uh, board president, who kind of was the catalyst here, Jim Madison, is a local father of children, and he got sick and tired of not having a place for his son to ride his scooter and yeah. other seeing other kids with no place to go. And he's used to Little League baseball, right? So to him, that doesn't make any sense. Well, what's the difference between the kids playing baseball and these kids 
participating in these other activities. Yeah. Why should my child have to deal with, you know, an angry outlash? And don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying skateboarders and BMXers are totally innocent angels. <laughs> but, um, you know. But teenage- like you said, I mean, there's still the kids enjoy doing it. I mean, like, I know people that enjoy uh, BMXing that aren't, little, you know, hoodlums. You know, they, they, right. they like, I mean, like what they do. I mean, and, and it's unfair that they're their hobby is you know not you don't have the opportunities like you said like the little league places to go right. and enjoy and expand and learn how to do it right when so. i discovered skateboarding i didn't discover you know decide i liked it because i wanted to be a rebel and i wanted to run over old ladies i mean you did that naturally and you just happened to do skateboarding, <laughs> right it was right? just you know yeah. <laughs> uh well actually you know I didn't become a rebel till I was told I wasn't allowed to do it, but I was like, I'm going to do this anyway. I'm just out here with my friends trying to have a good time. This yeah. is an outlaw, you know, a uh, an outlet for me mm-hmm. to express myself and just to get out and have fun. And for it's fun, some reason, it's yeah. For some reason, I was attracted to it. It just became this thing where it was my total identity, and where I went to college was based on the skate really? spots on campus where <laughs> oh my God. all kinds of things you know i met my wife through a skateboard shop you know and she doesn't skateboard but uh she came into the store one day and so, boom it was that stereotypical wow, that's, it's amazing how skateboard it, so i mean skateboarding is a huge component of the your existence i mean this pretty is pretty much yeah for wow. better or for worse um for the most part for seems better like, to better it seems like so <laughs> yeah. far i mean yeah your yeah. wife's cool you got a skateboarding uh, a, a skate park or excuse me a, a wheel friendly plaza right. coming soon on the way yeah yeah um so continue on this is yeah adventure. so back to jim uh so he came into the shop and he started talking to aaron costa the owner of crudco and i and he uh, you know came at us and we we're like i don't know we've kind of always avoided it we we really enjoy riding downtown even though it was banned mm-hmm. uh it's a great city for skateboarding and bmx and rollerblading and razor scootering and everything else mm-hmm. uh just a concentration of quality spots in a small area where you can go from one to the other and just cruise around uh but so we were trying to avoid it. We didn't want to get bogged down in a ten and a half year process, and but we decided, you know what? The economic climate's changing. The city is really going to start cracking down eventually, and they're going to build something. So we need to get in there, and we need to make sure that they're listening to the people who yeah. actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. So we started off with our first meeting with. Uh, four commissioners ago i'm not going to name names but um (laughs) and his idea was okay well there's this drainage ditch over here maybe we can do something for you guys there the most unwanted spot there you go fortunately for us he was replaced by a very wonderful gentleman luis burgos he Uh became the next commissioner and he was on board he was like we want concrete we want a quality park we really want to listen to you guys we're going to do this we're going to do it right nice so you, you found a found an ear to listen and found, yeah and a champion uh he was commissioner of youth and recreation so that was you know key right there right yeah wow so uh but <laughs> uh, i know because this is you know this is this is the start of the story and this yeah years later we're talking so about. in the beginning uh we really set our minds on the location where we're finally settling on. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll get into that. Uh, 
So, but we didn't realize what we had. Yeah. Okay, so we had a design firm come to town, and we went down and looked at the location with them, and they were blown away. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Wow, this is great! It's on the river. It's really, really nice here. There's a lot of well, it's not really, really nice, but it will be. It will potentially be. Nice. There's potential really, really be nice. nice. I mean, it's it, it is a gorgeous spot. You I mean you're right next to the city? Those who have never been there, like under the Freddie Sue Bridge, which I, I call it there, but yeah, I mean it is it's it's a stunning spot. I mean, the water, there's a like, and plus it smells like barbecue around there all right. the time too. So <laughs> yeah. It is great. It's gorgeous, especially sunset. All yeah, yeah. I mean, I think river. it's an amazing. I've I've been to random parks that are tucked away on an old warehouse that had fallen down, and now it's just a flat space over there. You know? Right. This is close to downtown. I mean, it's close it's to right. Being, it's in the inner yeah, loop. It yeah. is downtown. So, uh, so they looked at it and they're like, "Wow, you know." And they did a survey, and they're like, "Wow, you guys have about seventy-eight thousand square feet down here." <laughs> so. You know, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so we had him draw up a preliminary design and went and spoke with the city, and they saw it. And originally, they were like, wow, this is amazing. You know, we'll have this largest skate park in North America, and it'll be great. Meanwhile, Aaron and I are like, Whoa, uh, this is just exploding into this massive project. <laughs> it was not what we had originally had. Originally, yeah, yeah. you know, we joked at an early meeting when Jim was talking about the budget possibly for the skate park, and he... Uh, <laughs> He's like, what do you guys think we need? About 500000 And then Aaron and I are giggling. We're like, oh, let's say a million. Then we can say we're working on this million-dollar project. <laughs> and then we'll negotiate it down yeah, yeah, to yeah. something. Always you know? aim high, right? That's right. Good, yeah. But the city bid at it, okay? Uh, Mayor Duffy was supportive of it and things like that. So it just exploded into this thing. So we're like, okay, we're going to run with it, you know? Yeah. And then eventually you'll probably get whittled down, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? But they kept going with it for about eight years. <laughs> wow. They kept going. At one point, there was uh, $2.5 million in a proposed, I forget the technical term for it, uh, state uh, funding, mm-hmm. which was kind of like a promissory marker in the book. But that stayed in the book for quite a while. Eventually, though, that did go away mm-hmm. um louise left another commissioner came in wonderful lady marisol lopez um but it just worked out that that just wasn't going to happen for that at the time mm-hmm. um so we started having to think about what we're going to do the city came to us and they're like well, what do you guys think about possibly moving this to a new location so uh the general c Crossroads Park, I think it's called. Skateboarders or BMXers. Some of us call it Sandpaper Land, River Block, Turtle Ledge. So right up between the two major hotels on the river there, you see mm-hmm. like the pink sandstone area, right? Yeah. So there's an underground parking lot there. Okay. Believe it or not. Uh, right behind the Federal Building. Oh, really? Okay. And so the ceiling is collapsing. And they're like, wow, you know, we're going to have to fix this ceiling. Maybe you guys could piggyback your project on top of that project and we could put the skate park and then we can put some funding going in into the skate park. And they really sold it to us. And at the time, it seemed like a good option because mm-hmm. things weren't going anywhere. The plan yeah, I mean, yeah, had stalled I mean, out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to have a spot. I mean, and you're talented enough and a team that could make I mean, you just need a zone to be able to build it. I mean, it seems like a potential. Right. I am a big proponent of DIY, but I really wanted to make sure this park was built by professionals. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, but yes, so we knew that there was potential for it, but eventually that got vetoed. So back to the drawing board. Uh, and then to our third mayor, Lovely Warren, who, by the way, people keep saying, oh, Lovely should support it. Lovely Warren, Mayor Lovely Warren, supports the skate park and has supported the skate park the nice. whole time she's been in administration. I'm glad to hear that. Yes. So I want to 
you know, clear that up also. No, I'm glad to know. I, I always like when we get, you know, you get some pros for her. I like it. We have a lot of negatives already. So I like having a couple pros for right. her. It makes well, good. Yeah. I'm sure it's a hard job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. I don't agree with every decision, but you can't make everybody happy. Especially, yeah, yeah. You know, especially in the internet era where it's very, very easy to uh, just complain, mm-hmm. you know, at your desk at home. But, uh, so yeah. So anyway, so... That got vetoed eventually, and we had to go back to the drawing boards. We got in a van with Jim Farr. He's the director of Youth and Recreation and uh, former Commissioner Marisol Lopez Mm -hmm. and a few other key city officials, and we drove around the city, and we looked at different places, and eventually I was like, can we go back to the bridge and just kind of look at it now with these mm-hmm. people in the van and check it out. And we got to that van into that spot and we got out and the commissioner and the director and a few other people were just like, what? This is the perfect spot. I don't understand why we ever left before <laughs> other than key factors, which I will get into. Um, but you don't have a noise issue, mm-hmm. right? Cause you're underneath the bridge, you're yeah. next to the water and you're in downtown, right? Yeah. Uh, you also don't have as much of a noise issue due to the design of a skate park. Uh, A lot of people complain about noise and that has to do with the sound people are used to hearing kids rolling on sidewalks. Mm -hmm. And then a low quality skate park is, has the ramps, a prefab park as we call it sometimes. Uh, the ramps have metal plates across the bottom of them, right? Oh, and then the ramps are also hollow. So when you ride a bike or a skateboard or anything up it, it's boom. You know, you do a trick and you land hard on it or you fall hard on it. <laughs> and it's boom. And it, so it echoes and makes a lot of noise. So a cast in place concrete park is going to be quieter right off the bat because it's smooth, mm-hmm. right? And everything's solid. Right, so we eliminate the noise factor. We don't have any residents within earshot right there. Mm -hmm. There is some development going up, but we're still quite a bit of space from them, the way the layout's going to be. And we're helping transform a blighted area into something more vibrant and active, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Part of the park plan is to have a little bit of green space. We want to make sure the bike trail stays. Nice. Okay, so right now the bike trail splits, right? So it goes down through the middle underneath the bridge or it goes along the water along the backside. Mm -hmm. We've heard a lot from cyclists that they ride along the river and it's quite nice and then you get to that spot right by the bridge before you get into downtown and it gets a little shady feeling mm-hmm. um i've never had issues but some people some people have issues they some, can't, can't keep everyone happy and right people, right right happy. right um so that's gone a long way actually we've garnered quite a bit of support from the uh washington neighborhood association oh good i'm glad uh, to hear that president of the board actually wrote a letter of recommendation for us to help us get a grant which we'll talk about um but um so that all uh, added up mm-hmm. to this is an ideal location. Besides just being a beautiful spot, yeah, it, I'm, it, I'm super excited under that bridge. I mean, it's a cool bridge too. I mean, I, it is. I, I mean, the other side of the bridge is uh, one of the, it's one of those photoshop uh, photoed areas. Like underneath is always that picture underneath, right. looking under it, and those giant like you know looks like an ad at Walker's feet holding a, <laughs> things. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I love that you said that because I said the same thing. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I, it's it's an uh, awesome. I want the other side to be another place that I'm happy to be. 
be at, take photos at. I mean, make it a space, especially if there's kids and people enjoying themselves. It just makes that part of Rochester it, it enjoyable. Like right. we need to have energy, some vibrant stuff happening. Quality and, life yeah, issue. Exactly. You know, um, I am live in the city and I have a family. So uh, I have my oldest son, seven years old. Mm-hmm. Hi, Connell, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, and hi, Ronan, so you're not jealous. There you uh, go. <laughs> they, uh, he's, they like to skateboard and my older one's you know old enough he pushes around and stuff so i'm like all right let's let's go skate but it, it's hard to take a seven-year-old downtown to push around the, yeah. the streets you know there's no place to go you getting scolded if you're at the tennis courts mm-hmm. not so much when it's father son but it's still the people who use the tennis courts don't appreciate them, mm-hmm. them getting scuffed up and i'm old enough to where i understand yeah you get it doesn't stop me but i understand <laughs> <laughs> so uh having a place like this that is inviting and it is lit up in the evening i think is key and so once we settled on the spot mm-hmm. we had to work out a few issues to uh, the land is owned by the DOT, so the Department oh. of Transportation. So that's part of what's taken so long, right? Okay. Yeah. There's wow. a lot of coordinating going on there. We've had to coordinate with them, and they have certain rules and restrictions. We have to show that we can design the park. So we're not going to knock it down, <laughs> the bridge. Yeah, or yeah. if they need to come in and fix, they have to be able to get their big trucks in. So you can't have a pool next to a pillar or mm-hmm. an obstacle like a ramp or something where the truck has to park to reach its big crane out to do some service yeah, yeah you, cause we, you, there, you're going to need to repair at some part i mean everything breaks down eventually so right. you need to have contingency plans fortunately yeah. it's a pretty new bridge so we'll have some time ahead of us Good. before that happens yeah. uh <laughs> so you know and then they have other rules and restrictions so our original design and plan was a feasibility study and a conceptual design. There's a little hmm. bit of confusion with the public. Some people are frustrated. Oh, we've been here before, blah, 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 blah. No, we haven't. <laughs> we've done the design and the conceptual. <laughs> and what I'm referring to also is the city just put out an RFP, request for proposal mm-hmm. for design firms to help design the final layout of the skate park. Oh, wow. So and we'll, we can get into that in a yeah. second. You know, I'm going to continue my long-winded story. Please do. So... <laughs> I don't get plenty of time. No. Um, so the, these are factors that have all taken a long A also, you know, I've never done this before. The, mm-hmm. Nobody on the board has worked with local city government to build a skateboard park downtown. People have different professions and have different skills to be brought to the table. Uh, and Jim Madison, the original president, deserves a lot of credit to get us as far as we have. Um but a lot of it's been a learn-as-we-go process. Uh, you can't just storm into City Hall and start yelling and cursing and get them to want to care about you. No. you know? <laughs> but once again, though, which I've learned a lot about the city is how things work, um, we've had city council support since the beginning. We've had votes where we originally received $50,000 from Mayor Duffy to for seed money, which mm. was used for the original feasibility study yeah, yeah. and All conceptual design yeah. which that stuff learning process right there things are expensive <laughs> stuff you would have no idea how much it costs so you know yeah. we got a bargain deal for seventy thousand dollars to get a feasibility study and a conceptual design seventy thousand dollars is a bargain deal i'm in the I wrong know. business right right yeah, right we, we gotta have a radio show matt that is actually just feasibility of, <laughs> of other radio shows can we do this we can build it out yeah can we do that yeah i think we should do this we should figure out our marketing we'll bring alan in he'll be our consultant we'll charge for him 
gym at least three hundred thousand dollars. Sure, probably. I got it. Yeah, yeah probably at least. So. Absolutely, quarter million for the three of us. Yeah, I think that's good. You got to figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so continue on. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, you're fine. We got the uh, side hustle figured out. That's I like it. Yeah. Right. Right. Let's t- let's talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So things like coordinating with the DOT, coordinating with development. As people know, there's been issues with the subway. So some people are aware of Morgan mm-hmm. developing their luxury lofts and whatever going up over there. Mm-hmm. So we've had to coordinate with their construction. There's a promenade going in. Some people might have seen it behind the uh, dinosaur barbecue. All lovely stuff. And I'm okay with this infrastructure and making downtown nicer. Uh, (laughs) I support skate park and that's an expenditure. So, Mm -hmm. um, so it's piecing that all together. It's a learning process. It's just how city government works. Uh, we weren't number one in line. There was projects before us that were already on the books. Mm-hmm. So we kind of had to wait our turn, right? Makes sense. Yeah, it's a- and then you add in, you know, the city spent 30 years trying to get rid of skateboarding and BMX. And you're like, hey, you think you could give us all this free land? <laughs> and kind of look the other way on liability. Plus... Four million dollars. So that's pretty scary right there. You're like, well, why do you need such a massive thing? Why do you need all this money to be on it? Why do you need all this money to invest in it? Mm -hmm. Um, So what we've done to help speed things up is we've regrouped as a board, right? About two and a half years ago, I took over as a president and uh, just some new energy. Um, you know, uh, so we regrouped, we've met with the city, uh, we started looking into how we can speed things up. Uh, so with the city's help, they, uh, contributed another hundred thousand dollars of seed money and we started to smooth out the rough edges, tighten up loose ends. So the whole project looks on, looks good on paper. Uh, that way we can pursue more grants when we talk to foundations. The project can really look like the city is supporting it. No one wants to donate money to something that's going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So what we also did is we took about a two-year hiatus on fundraising uh, just because we wanted to make sure. Like, I get it. I, lots of people are angry. Where's the money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite stickers, uh, you know, they made over at HTV saying, uh, I supported the Rock City Skate Park. Where's my skate park? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's actually a daily inspiration on my, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah, that's my humor too. So yeah, I, yeah. I totally loved it. Um, well, self-deprecating does help a bit, especially you said 10 and a half years, even it's, it's a question you have to kind of roll with that too. I mean, you, right. a lot of people don't understand that when I start making something, it you're dealing with a lot. Like I said, city, there's you know this whole show has been talking about just the struggles you've had to overcome to even get close to starting it. So, right. Yeah, sure. People don't get that. People think you, I put twenty bucks in, I, I should get it next year, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we also received someone's two dollars scratch off lotto ticket at an event. And they're like, "Where does my money go?" And you're like. Uh, you gave me two <laughs> bucks at the bar. Um, it's you know we used it. Things yeah, yeah, cost yeah. seventy thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars. You know, just to get a lawyer to become a non for profit cost thousands of dollars. We yeah. couldn't find anyone to do a pro bono. We wanted to. We tried for a year and a half, and it's we tough couldn't. Nowadays, yeah. So we bit the bullet, and we're like, okay, we're gonna have to put some money into doing it. Yeah, but that's what, I mean. That's the trouble of being an adult and want to get stuff done. You have every once in a while, you got to do this. Sort right, of stuff, so. right, right. But yeah, continue on. So we have this adventure coming together here. So yes, yeah, so things started to come together. Uh, we've been working with a local design firm 
uh, Stantec. Uh, they own actually a skate park design firm, and they've been wonderful to us. Uh, really treated us fairly and you know professionally. So I, a lot of accolades to them for mm-hmm. what they've done for us. Uh, so now we've gotten that all straightened out. We are officially become a non-for-profit now within the last month Con- and a half. Congrats. That's awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So we have future plans for that. But right now we are uh, – it'll make donations and grant writing a little bit easier for us. Uh, we have started an aggressive fundraising plan with the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've started applying for grants. We should have a major announcement coming from the Tony Hawk Foundation within the n- this week, actually. I was hoping oh. it would be before the radio show. Yeah, but but, uh, but see, people can check it out. People want to – you know, stay alert. Yeah. Stay tuned stay at tuned. Uh, our Instagram and social media, Rock City Park, yeah. uh, to hear the good news on all of that. And we also have been working with key people to try to get some major funding through possibly the Rock the Riverway project. Hopefully there'll be some announcements on that coming soon. Uh-huh. Uh We've been doing lots of things. We started to do small fundraisers again just to show the city and the grant people that there is support right from the public which is good i mean you have to keep a lot of folks happy as well right we're not going to raise two million dollars doing rock concerts and skate jams and things Mm -hmm. like that but we are going to raise community support and we're going to show the people who can give us five hundred thousand dollars towards a project or a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar grant or you know a large chunk of state money we show that the community really does want it and that's where these small events are key so all that seems to add up to ten and a half years but back to the rfp the city recently put out an rfp request for proposal for design bids and their plan in the rfp is to start building in spring of next year and they want to open the park by september of 2019 wow that's amazing yeah well it's woo! yeah yeah. like you said i've been uh hearing about it for so long to hear that happening this like that's that's soon. Oh my gosh! This is yay! I, my my heart warms. Right, right you didn't now. expect that, did you? I did not. <laughs> what are so you going to do on the day they break ground? Cry? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> I hope I don't. Uh, but uh, I you, totally would. You, you can roll to your life. Life. <laughs> Do it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, the the goal is phase one. We've downsized also. Um, to make it a little bit more digestible. But mm-hmm. phase one is still planning to be 38,000 square feet, which in the world of outdoor public skate parks, it's still going to put us at one of the largest uh, northeast skate parks. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, that's, that's a lot of square footage on there. That's... Yeah, and that's phase one. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, it'll take less than 10 years to get the other half built. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. But our approach, and the city agrees with it, that if we're going to do it, we need to do a complete park because it could take a long time to get the other park yeah. going. But yep. this also could be momentum to make getting the second half a lot easier, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's up to the community to step up and show that they really are going to use this. They're going to take care of it. They're going to uh, embrace this new thing. Mm-hmm. And that will in turn show the city and show foundations that this is a great idea and this has really turned out to be, you know, a plus. Nice. You know, a piece of the puzzle, (laughs) you know, in all of what's going on. I think there's a lot of great development going on downtown. Mm -hmm. I understand the gentrification is controversial and, you know, not going to wade into those waters right now. We don't have another hour for that. But uh, 
on the things flip are side getting though, nicer and people are moving back like you've got the museum of play in that neighborhood of play that's popping up what three blocks away from where you're building the skate park uh give or take give or take yeah yeah it's a small it, town so everything's about three four yeah, yeah. yeah right downtown right <laughs> right but, yeah if you think about that we are kind of on the cusp of having the absolute coolest place to go for summer vacation yes right yeah that's actually was an issue in the past we could quite a few phone calls or visitors from out of town would come into the skate shop and they're like, oh, we're here visiting our grandmother or cousins or whatever, you know, and they come from somewhere where it's completely normal to have skate yeah, parks. Yeah. And you try to tell them, like, yeah, there's nowhere to go and their yeah. minds are blown that we hadn't embraced this yet. So... That's a weird thing. But society has changed, like I had mentioned a little bit earlier. It's on TV. It's the number one marketing angle for kids these days. You can't even buy Chiquita bananas without a skateboarding banana logo sticker <laughs> on your bananas. You know, it says hang with the cool bunch. You know, <laughs> all the kids, you know, they're all YouTubers now, but everyone skateboards. <laughs> yeah, we actually had a uh, question came in. We actually, uh, if you guys have any questions tonight, uh, send a message in on here. Um, actually, people are messaging in now, too. Oh, cool. uh, but one of them uh, was, uh, so do you think that the... Uh, kind of the aging baby boomers uh they're kind of phasing out uh, is beneficial for this sort of mindset you think i mean the old skateboarding uh, baby was... boomers are a big target these days yeah, um yeah, yeah. I th- i'm sure that is definitely There's a perception part of difference it. because of generational perception difference oh i think so aging out and then as we've become adults right i'm 44 years old i'm taxpayer lives in the city and our age group is now you know large chunk of city hall or work in city government or work for the different news media and even the police officers you know i'm sure a lot of skateboarders have the experience of a police officer yelling out their window do a kickflip or i used to skate i don't really want to come here and yell at you but you know or they have a kid or a cousin or a relative you know brother or sister Mm -hmm. so it's just a part of society now that people yeah, yeah skate park makes I mean, I have, total I have sense. one in back back of my car. I, have a, I, I I'm actually horrible at it. My one question came in. Actually, another person asked this as well. Like, uh, how can uh, is there any tips for an old gold guy to learn how to skateboard? By the way, <laughs> that's another one. Uh, that's pad up and pace yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of the things we see with our non for profit is doing outreach programs where we'll have skateboard lessons but skateboard lessons for all age groups you know i've seen it in other towns where they have an adult skate you know uh clinics so and there'll be photos of people in their 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s all getting out there and just stepping on a skateboard and slowly learning the freedom of rolling around Mm -hmm. so we plan on making that happen here also that's right uh we had another question come in this comes in from tony uh i can ask alan exactly what rfp means uh are they asking for different designs from what stantec already did Okay, so what stand, well, RFP, first part of your question, is request for proposal. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you do these projects in cities and towns is they have to go out to bid. So gotcha. they have to bid to a local firm, mm-hmm. but people don't need to worry. What happens is large professional design firms team up with these local ter- firms, and then they put in, they have to prove that they can stay within budget, they can work within the conceptual design, which we've been aiming for, and to show that they can create a quality product. And then after that, we'll do uh, a, probably a couple public meetings to get more input from the public. We just have to do it again uh, just to get ideas of layouts and just what people want. Um, 
And so from there, they will go to the drawing board and they will start to come up with a few ideas. Whoever wins the bid will go back to the drawing board and they will submit final design options. Mm -hmm. And then we'll look at them and we'll closely, you know, be like, ah, this needs to be moved. We don't like this. We're kind of looking more for this kind of plaza style. We don't want just all crazy bulls. We kind of want to mix. Um, yeah, you, and you, you things like that. The process of elimination. So nice. the bidding our, the bidding process is to show that they could be qualified to make a final um, final quality product. So a group of people will sit in a room and I've we've earned you know, a reputation to where we will be included, the friends of the Ross City Park. I will be one of the votes. Mm -hmm. And we'll look at these packets and we'll go through them. And then there's a number system of scoring one through whatever for each thing. And then each number is adds up to a certain percentage. And then whoever wow. gets the, you know, <laughs> the best score wins the yeah. bid. It's not necessarily the cheapest. Um, I learned that through the original uh, conceptual design and feasibility study that the city's willing to make the right choice, you know, and go, well, yeah, we don't want garbage. So usually what happens, you get like 20 of these things and 10 of them are instantly, well, no, mm -hmm. thank you. You know, we don't want playground equipment. We want a concrete park. Do yeah. you know how to design what's a modern layout for a park? Side note, we had uh, not just one, not just two, but three people running like, no, we all want crazy bulls. That's all we want. <laughs> <laughs> there are people and... You know, this is phase one. We do plan on having the plaza style, which is more of an East Coast street skater. And mm -hmm. honestly, that's where I come from. Um, I do like skating transition bowls and ramps and stuff like that. And so that's why we plan on having the competition bowl. Mm -hmm. So after this phase is done, we do want to look into for that possibly for the other phase. Mm -hmm. um, if people go onto our website, rockcitypark.org, they can see the old layout has a big snake run and stuff like that, which is extremely expensive. Um, so that's temporarily left out. Mm -hmm. But we also feel that this project, hopefully by doing it correctly and doing a proper budget and taking our time to design it right, will help show the other towns, this is how you do it. You don't just put these things on a tennis court and ignore them and let mm -hmm. them break apart and rust and rot which as a side note is pretty funny that these people don't want to build skate parks because they're dangerous as they say but then they build these dangerous skate parks mm -hmm. that they leave to rot right yeah, yeah. doesn't make any sense yeah, they make something to placate folks without realizing what you the potential right. you waste Just the to time shut and the money. kids up yeah, and then yeah. the kids don't use them anyway right mm -hmm. um so yes we are keeping people who want that stuff in mind but I also feel that we, you know, this is a main skate park, and then we would like Gates and Victor and Brighton and, you know, have different terrain and different styles of parks. So things aren't all the same. Yeah. And I'm willing to partner up and advocate with anybody who needs help. So they can reach out to us at rockcitypark at gmail.com. Nice, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, if people want to donate, by the way, uh, rockcitypark.org, as you mentioned, there's a donate button on there as it well. It does. It's not fully functioning yet. Okay. Um, we're still getting yeah. that all taken care of. We just became you know not-for-profit, but you can reach out to us at rockcitypark, R-O-C-C-I-T-Y, 
Park at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media under the same name. And uh, we can talk to you and we can figure that all out. Because like I said, we just got our not-for-profit status and we'll be able to roll out receipts for your tax purposes and <laughs> all that fun stuff. Man, it's amazing. You guys sound like such like, adults over there. Nah. It's pretty good. <laughs> I fake it for a living. <laughs> uh, actually, Tony wrote back in. It's like, there's actually fewer injuries in extreme sports than in football. Keep this in mind, folks. So. Yes, that's true. Statistically, the injury rate in skateboarding is a lot lower than your traditional yeah. sports. Trampolining, you know, uh, people get hurt doing everything. And that's yeah. one of the things when people worry about liability in the city. The city's been comfortable for that, with that. I mean, you Good to know. Gotta, I mean, they own parks and pools and run all these things where people die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're insured. So it's kind of an insurance myth that's really been you oh, know, I perpetuated, gotcha. right? And it all comes from the 70s, real quick. Uh, it all comes from the 70s when they didn't know how to build skate parks. And the skateboard equipment wasn't durable enough mm-hmm. for the progression and the progression of the types of activities that these people were doing on them. So these yeah. things were breaking, the p- parks were designed wrong, and it was the good old days when it was like, ah, go be crazy, it's the 70s and the 80s, there isn't a parent in sight, go get hurt. You know, I miss those days. But, um, you know, so people were getting broke off. <laughs> yeah. And that created this whole reputation behind it. Hmm. So uh, I have uh, Tony. Yes, thanks, Alan. I got people <laughs> I right got back you, yet. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys have any questions or coming up, actually, we have a few minutes left. The time has flown by. It has. I have an amazing ability to talk a lot. So. That's fine. That's the reason I do. They gave me a, TV, a radio show for this reason. Uh, yeah, somebody actually wrote in. Yeah, so, we, uh, we actually had someone brought in. We actually didn't do a trivia question tonight. I realized we got hit the ground running. Everyone asked a question. So yeah. I'm sorry about that. So we actually we didn't have we didn't have a trivia question come in from a guest this time. So I wasn't prepared to talk about it, but I. I did have a trivia question. We can save it for next week. I was going to say, let's just stick it in our back pocket because this conversation is awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. We always have a trivia. And I've had three people messaging. So Megan, a bunch of other folks, John wrote in saying, uh, hey, we didn't get a trivia question tonight. We'll do it again. Uh, Maybe we'll just have a trivia-centric podcast one of these days. How's that? I think that's a great idea. Let's do a quiz show podcast. uh, Yeah, so we're coming up at the end of the show here, Alan. Thank you for being on, first off. Once Uh, again, I am very honored. The list of people you've had on this show and you two gentlemen alone, I'm humbled. Oh, thank you so we, this has been long overdue. Uh, I've been wanting to hear, have this happen, and I'm just super excited to hear that this is finally becoming a reality. Yes. I, I like it's weird to say, even myself saying it. Yeah, yeah. Some of the information I know that I'm unfortunately can't. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean. But um, I'll keep you up to date, and maybe you can announce. Well, no, it I, I mean, when show. things go on, come on again, again. But oh, you, yeah. you will always have an ear here. Worst case scenario, if we can't get you in, we'll do a podcast uh, extra episode for our listeners, and so we I can tune it. in there. I would love. Uh, it. It's great. Then we can swear and drink too. Uh, on podcast, even better. Doors always. I don't swear, children. No, no, no. <laughs> the trouble Matt and I do. We're horrible at it. It's the worst. So, um, but, uh, so anything that we should know about before we start wrapping up here? We already talked about where to, you know, what, where to write. If people just follow you on social media, too, uh, Rock City. Rock City Park. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So right. you can find us on all those. I'm sorry, no Snapchat filters or anything. Uh, we had a Matt just write in. He had a sticker on his car and uh, the circular stickers. He loved it. Uh, unfortunately, he uh, car got an accident. He's looking for stickers. Is there a way to find stickers perfect timing matt we just ordered 300 more stickers and i just got them in the mail the other day so um any sort of event that we do a fundraiser nice. uh we have one coming up on the 11th actually and I can, nice. i'll spit that out real quick uh it's going to be at photo city improv mm-hmm. there's going to be some bands we're going to have a skate and re- 
bikes and scooters and everything so we'll have some ramps oh, in the great. parking lot and everything like that you can find more information on that on our social media and uh you can go to crudco skate shop um i will have some also at old skull and you can pick them up you know remember support your local support real skate shops mm-hmm. they're the ones actually stepping out there yeah i'm not going to mention the names of no, the no, no. uh the mall chains and everything but they're not out there fighting for you no no so. check crudco i like so that's where i got my stickers from i have nice uh, you know so or if uh, you see me just ask i usually try to have some in my pocket oh good to know yeah so Matt thanks for writing in because that's actually a question I was on my list to do yeah so. thanks for your support Matt yeah, yeah. so uh, but yeah coming up to the end of the show uh, I want to give a thank you to everyone who have suggested to have you on in the first place and I want to thank us. them also thank uh, you. yeah Heather McKay was one of the last people that were on the show yeah, and Heather. she she brought it up and I'm like this is it I, I have to have it it was my to-do <laughs> list for eons it's probably been the first couple pages of this notepad <laughs> she's been a big supporter oh she's an amazing woman um, I want to give a thank you uh, to actually our uh, yacht right Matt that's the uh, our theme song that's our opener, yeah. Paradise Engineering by Yacht. Yeah. Right um, now we've got Dreaming a City by the Manic Street Preachers. They always play us out. Nice. Um, yeah, thanks to folks for uh, following along. You can follow, find me on uh, Twitter at Magnus Apollo. Uh, send a message, say hi, send a trivia question. We get a lot of people saying, sending in trivia questions, which I love. Can't get enough of that. Please keep sending them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I got to give a thank you to the guy in the glass box in there, Matt Obscure. He makes the show sound amazing every time. And we're doing more now. Actually, after, now we're moving into the 100th and more episode. We're going to be changing it up and doing even more fun stuff. So. It's going to get real fun, you guys. <laughs> Uh, Alan uh, Pertuti, uh we can find you on adventures uh, you I mean you have some social media yourself as I well I do uh, I'm on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, right now um, so yeah that's just at Alan Prasuti A-L-A-N P-R-E-S-U-T-T-I um, yeah and you can see what I'm doing there and I run all the other ones for the skate park so that's awesome uh, we did have <laughs> someone harass me say uh, say. Uh, by the way um, I'm glad that no one made a Cameron Fry joke for you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, a, a oh, Ferris man. Bueller reference in <laughs> yes, here yes right? very much so he's been a doppelganger of mine <laughs> for a while <laughs> so check out the photos we find it on uh, Instagram as well um, uh, yeah I got one on my Instagram <laughs> nice awesome awesome uh, but thanks again for everyone writing in here uh, uh, thanks for all the folks uh, make this possible. Air Rec Radio, all the Patreon supporters for uh, the Rochester uh, Radio Station here as well. Uh, if you guys want to listen to this podcast, check out Mind of Magnus wherever you get podcasts from iTunes, Google. Uh, sometimes I say a, a very tech savvy pigeon could probably find a, p- a podcast for you as well now. 100%. I've been seeding it with the uh, bird seed technology you told me to. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, I am looking forward to Rock Skate Park. I have a skateboard in my car. I've been trying to learn how to skateboard. I never did it as a kid. I've been trying to do it as an adult. Uh, Happy to teach you. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm all padded up and I look like a circus bear. I should warn you right now doing it. Yeah, um, we're not as young as we used to be. So. No, yeah. no I, I'm not as malleable. I, I don't bounce back like I once did. Well, I bounce, but not bouncing back. That's the trouble here. Uh, but thanks again for everyone tuning in. If you guys have any questions at any point in time, have an idea for guests, just send a message to us, uh, mindofmagnus.com. It goes to our Facebook page, uh, mindofmagnus at gmail.com. You can send it right in directly into the show at any point in time here. Um, but i got to thank my guests for being on. You've been an awesome show. We're going to have you back on again because uh, I'd like to know a little more about you, too. We had this whole show about the awesome skate park. Actually, excuse me, the wheel-friendly plaza is happening go. here in Rochester. <laughs> uh, and if you guys have any questions, let us know. We'll send along. We'll get stickers, whatever we can do to help this out, too. Um, but hang around. Uh, if you're listening Monday night, uh, Dave is in with uh, a theme on... Oh, for, no format, excuse me. That was George's no show. No format, beginning. man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was... Friend of the show, Dave. Yeah, yeah exactly. The best voice in Rochester. He's so. waving. The best voice in Rochester. Yeah, You'll exactly. hear him shortly. Yeah, if you guys are listening in on Friday, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you guys all uh, next week. Actually, we have another guest coming in next week. I'll post about it after this. But follow us on social media. 
Uh, let us know what's going on. You guys have been great. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for people who wrote in tonight. We had a blast chatting away. Uh, and uh, again, thank you, Matt uh, Obscure, for making the show as awesome as ever. Thank so, you. I'll see you next week, Magnus. See you later, guys. Thank you so much, folks. Bye.